You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I'm Clint and this is John. Welcome back, John. How you doing, brother? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. Doing very uh, guys, well. Had a great well, weekend. Well, you're not a Florida oh. fan. You're a Georgia fan. Absolutely. And uh, nice. you like betting money. And so I'm sure all of those things went well this weekend for you, John. I'm, I'm kind of on the heater, guys. It's been a good weekend. So that's uh, you just this, you're literally doing using the same tactics that you've been using your entire life, just like being a homer and betting on Georgia. It's just just that this year, that's a heater. Absolutely. And every other year, that is a really devastating way to lose if, a lot. Of if money. they can string about three years of this together, I'm, I'll break even from all my previous Georgia bets. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's fantastic. It's that fantastic. is fantastic. Uh, <clears throat> if uh, you don't know by now, Daniel and I and John, we're all fans of UGA. We don't take ourselves too seriously nor each other. We're not gurus or insiders, although we try to pretend to be every once in a while, trying to understand what dolphin families are. They're called pods, um, turns out. And so many people want you to know that, Clint. A lot I, of people. All the people. A lot of people want you to know that. Just They did. I, I don't know what, like how more people are not talking about like, is a dolphin a predator of an orca whale? Like, is that yeah. a thing? Are we they're, like they're predators dolphin? of sharks? They're predators oh, of sharks. Who knows? It's a shark. Um, yeah, it's Nat Geo, get back to us. We'll see. Get back to us. I know zero about dolphins. So, uh, if you think right, well, John is having you on the podcast, so <laughs> this we'll see if we'll be. You think my uh, my takes on sports are hot? Wait till I start talking about wildlife. Uh, oh no, no idea. Oh no. Um, we're like gurus or insiders, but we are fans. We talk like fans do. That's uh, why so we made this podcast. That's right. Uh, for fans, by fans. That's what the pod is all about. Um, at Dogs Podcast is the Twitter handle. If you're a Georgia fan, follow us on there. Send us a message. We would love that. Um, LockdownBulldogs at gmail dot com is the email address um you can send us a message on there the podcast is on video it's on audio if you're um you can find it on audio wherever podcasts are found um spotify uh apple Podcasts, google play store wherever you get your podcast download um locked on bulldogs podcast subscribe there leave us a rating and review there those things help us out a tremendous amount and then head on over to the youtube channel and subscribe to that um uh, Love the way that the channel has grown. Love that a lot of you are uh, consuming the podcast that way. If you're normally an audio person, go subscribe to the, the YouTube channel, and that would help us out a tremendous amount. And then just interact with um, what used to be a Florida fan. Now it's just a bunch of really excited, happy Georgia fans in the comments. So it's real, It's kind of a fun place to hang out. I'm not expecting a ton of – I don't think we're going to get a lot of Missouri interaction this week. <laughs> Guys, I'm not sure – what the fan base is like, uh, but do they do they have fans? It's a could, there are Missouri fan. If you're if you're out there, please reach out to us. We want to we, we need to know that you exist. So we want to. It's on the Nat Geo theme. We just want to see you in the wild, see a Missouri fan, and just know what it's like to be. We just want to observe. 
The only uh, thing I can think of for Missouri fan is just Todd McShane climbing that freaking ladder, man. Just, <laughs> every year. People, people sitting on a grassy knoll watching a football game in the SEC. It's pretty unbelievable. Um, all right. We, we've got lots to talk about on the pod today. John was kind enough to jump on and join us um, to do it. And, John, if you don't know, at John Tweet Sports on the Twitter machine, um, He's got takes. He's a he's he's a lifelong Georgia fan. Um, he's been thrown out of a Chili's with us, and so I don't know what more credentials you need from a person. But that's that's it. Also, um, game six tonight, fellas. Let's just get get it out of the way here at the beginning. Like we're all Braves and six. We're all ready. Braves and six. We like we all said would happen. We're all ready. You said we're all. I'm not ready. No, we're ready, Clint. We're ready. This is okay. this is happening. Clint, Jump on board. Clint, tap the believe sign twice. It's happening. It's, it's happening. Ted Ted Lasso called pre production and he said he said get on board. He said, "All right, uh, John, we had a good weekend. Mm. World's largest outdoor cocktail party. I, I'm I'm just gonna open it up to you. Uh, your thoughts, your opinions, your takeaways from the game." Um, Give, give give me the give me the one A of all the takes from this yeah. weekend. Well, so I I uh, joined on Friday before the cocktail party and said the thing I was yep. excited about was uh, Florida's offense versus Georgia's defense on third down, um, and Florida's propensity to turn the ball over. But third down, guys, uh, mm. Florida was four of thirteen on third down, thirty percent third down conversion, which happened to okay. be the same third down conversion they had against the only other top 25 defense they've played this year, which was Kentucky. Um, Shocking. So I, I was excited, uh, obviously about the defensive success. Um, I mean, you know, y'all have already talked about it on the pod this week, but, uh, I was very excited about that two minutes and 16 seconds at the end of the first half. Um, and honestly, you know, for me, I was excited to see, Nolan Smith has been playing so well this year for Georgia, but to see him actually get those game breaking plays, ripping the ball out of Anthony Richardson's hands, the interception off the carom um, to see that guy uh, just get his moment, um, you know, in in the spotlight was just very exciting. Um, And I thought the, the whole, the defense, they are who we think they are, um, and they showed up yeah. again. I mean, Florida, I tweeted it uh, yesterday, uh, but Florida, uh, Dan Mullen coach teams have have scored less than 10 points only twice since 2017, and it was 31-3 to Mississippi State versus Georgia in 2017. Mm-hmm. And Dogs are barking first. And Saturday. <laughs> um, and so uh, – so it, that's a it's a big feat, you know. Kirby uh, started the year at the end of the Clemson game and said we want to hold teams under 13 points, and people think we're crazy. Um, they say you'll never hold teams under 13 points this day and age, and he said, "But why can't we?" And I'm sitting here looking at the schedule and the rest of the teams remaining. And Florida, uh, you know, was probably the best chance. We, you know, some of us didn't want to say it out loud. Some of us said it out loud, uh, but you know. But but some of us didn't <laughs> want to say it. But Florida, you know, Florida, Dan Mullen, like we thought maybe maybe there was a wrinkle, maybe there was something. And you look down that schedule and, and 
this defense is just so legit. So I was very excited about that. Was also excited about Kyrus Jackson catching that touchdown. Thank you. That's been a, Thank you. My gosh, my boy Kyrus, um, he's been through it this year after leading the team in receptions last year. And to see him get that ball in the corner of the end zone um, in that moment, it's fantastic. So um, those are, you know, kind of the highlights for me um, besides the Dan Mullen meltdown uh, in the presser <laughs> and the continued meltdown over the course I mean, of the weekend in press conferences. Uh, you know, curious. He's, never, he's yeah. never met a microphone. He doesn't like to jibber jabber <sighs> his way to unemployment on. Guys, it's my favorite, fantastic. and I don't want to, we don't have to belabor this, but my favorite was on Monday, so yesterday, Dan Mullen has his press conference. A, re- a reporter asked him about the talent gap and about recruiting. Yeah. And, uh, or, or I'm sorry, it was the talent, it was about the, the talent gap uh, between Georgia and Florida. And Dan Mullen's answer was, well, we beat them last year and they beat us this year. And he kind of paused for a second. <laughs> and then the reporter asked the qu- kind of question again. And then Dan Mullen said, well, I don't know. So you, the talent gap, I mean, you you tell me. And then the reporter actually I'm, said, if you go and watch the reporter, was like, do you want me to answer that? <laughs> like the reporter. Do me, yeah. Do you want me to tell you? Because do I you will. Want me to tell you? Yeah. I, I have statistics. You. I have so metrics the right here. That we're in. The Florida media is looking at their head coach. He's being snarky with them of, well, you tell me the talent gap. And they're literally saying, do you, do you really want us to tell you? Because we will, we will, we will. Um, look, we we could talk all day about Dan Mullen. Clinton and I are actually this maybe some breaking news. We're the hosts of the Locked On Bulldogs podcast, but we're actually starting a second second podcast. It's called Locked On Dan Mullen Press Conference Podcast, and we're just going to talk five days a week. It's your team every day, and it's just five days a week of us just talking about the Dan Mullen press conferences. I'm going to offer a suggestion. There's content for days, yeah. Launch that podcast soon because there may not be many press conferences left in this I forget. Do offensive coordinators usually get a a weekly presser? I haven't seen very many. So okay. yeah, I'm not sure coach. the offensive coordinator at Utah gets a press conference weekly, but if he does, we will ha- we will be covering Bowling it. Bowling uh, Green, your team every day. Okay, um, John. First of all, yes, Justin and I were very wrong about how many points Florida would score against this Georgia team. I was right about them being able to run the ball against Georgia, but that's fine. It's not neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia's defense dominated in this game. Florida's offense looked as inept as as I thought they were. But before, real quick, I just want to say thank you for bringing up Kyrus Jackson because that's the thing that yesterday on the pod I was most upset that we didn't get around to because, you know, Clint mentioned the block on the touchdown run, which I thought was a huge play by, you know, like Kyrus really showing the toughness. Um, he's not the biggest guy, but he no. is the toughest guy in every room that he's in. Um, and and also quietly, fellas, Clint, he's a really good wide receiver. He's like, really he, good. He's really good at catching the ball. Like yeah, like that's a big deal. Huge. Yeah. Um, no, he's. We're excited to have him back. He's back healthy. It looks like he's finally in his shape. We're gonna get some more wide receivers back. It looks like. 
uh, this coming week back to full strength. Uh, Kirby's not going to have to say they could have played if we needed them. I don't think that. In an emergency. In an emergency, Colin. They could have played in an emergency. I'm hopeful they will be able to go this week. We're hoping they will be able to go. We're hoping. We're hoping. We're hoping. If that ever comes out. See the tape. I need to watch the tape before I'm able to decide practice whether practice is really going to determine how they week. practice is really going to determine if they're going to go or not. Guys. Absolutely. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, hey, we'll come right back after this. But first, we'll let you about Prize Picks. Prize Picks is your daily fantasy for college football made really, really easy. PrizePicks.com has an award winning app. You can download it uh, on the iOS or Google Play Store. Uh, you make the props. So whatever props you can think of, you can make and you can get in on it. Uh, make a prop. How many times Mizzou's going to fumble this week? Because it's going to be a lot. Make a prop of how many times Kyrus gets a touchdown. Because I, I, I'll sprinkle a little action on that. Daily Fantasy made easy. They do cross sports or mixed sports betting. Go over there right now, prizepicks.com, or download the award-winning app. Put in the promo code Locked On, and you're going to get a 100% deposit up to $100. That means if you put 100 bucks in, they'll match it right on top of that. Up to $100. PricePicks.com. Daily Fantasy made easy. All right. Um, John, want to... Look, I don't mean to try to stir up sympathy from the, the listeners or viewers of the show, but it's a fun season we're in right now. Mm. Like, can we all agree on that? This is a fun season. Okay. It's It's historic. Um, Colin told you yesterday it's okay to believe in this team. It's okay to slap that sign twice and say, like, this is it. This is my team. We're the best team in college football. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, Clint, when you're the host of a podcast, okay, um, the name of the game is content generation. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, the name of the game is we get on here every dang day, mm-hmm. and we're, we're trying to talk about some things, okay? <clears throat> And we're just on here for 30 minutes going, we're really good. Georgia's really good. The defense is good. (laughs) Both quarterbacks are good. Okay. Uh, So, Kirby, meanwhile. You're just going to stir that pot is what you're saying, Dan. Listen, I'm not here to try to stir any pot. There's no pot to be stirred. Kirby in the press conferences, meanwhile, we just alluded to it at the end of the last segment, John. Is, is constantly saying things like, well, we got to get better. We got to want, and that's, of course, coach speak. And we know that he's got to keep his team motivated mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> Let me ask you the, the question, though, as someone who's not employed to keep <laughs> college kids motivated, as far as I know. I don't know what you do for a living. I'm not even here to ask what you do for a living. Nobody really knows how you make your l- lucrative income. John Anytime Boyle. you say entrepreneurial, you just like that's just as a grab bag for whatever the heck you I, want it to mean. Absolutely. Okay. Good. It means just, whatever you want just to mean. Pushing okay. paper, moving pennies, guys. <laughs> let me let me just ask you as a non coach on this team. Uh where can this Georgia team improve? What are what are one or two areas that you see as a if we want to get ultimately to where we're going? which is the national championship, not just an appearance in the playoff, not just a trip to the national championship game, but a national championship trophy where it belongs in Athens. Where does this team need to take a step forward? Uh, Are there any significant areas? I I don't want to say 
the quarterback position and open up oh. that. But, um, but 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 it feels like but uh, if if you look, <clears throat> you know, at Stetson Bennett's going to have to play better than he played against Florida, um, and uh, and I think that's one big step. So we can all agree on that. Whether it's Stetson or JT. That whoever's sure. in that position is going to have to play better uh, yep. because uh, because the way you know some of those decisions that were made on Saturday um, are some of the decisions that have been made at other times this year and um, and I think you know some of the other times that they've been made you're in a position where you know you're up a significant margin um, and so they they don't or look- sorry to cut you off. Yeah. But like the or the Arkansas defensive back drops the ball. There you but go. You still you still threw it right to him. You threw it right to him. Uh, you made you know you even if you go back and look you know if you if you pan out and see the entire field, uh, there are guys running open that should be a read uh, that get missed. And so I think quarter, quarterback play is going to have to be better. Um, I also think I. You know, I I will own up and and say uh, say where I was wrong on the podcast on Friday too. I thought Georgia's offensive line was going to have their best game of the year against Florida, and they and they did it. Um, they you had Stetson running, you know, a mobile quarterback benefited us in this game uh, because mm-hmm. Stetson was having to run for his life a couple times, and um, the yeah. offensive line is going to have to consistently play better as a unit. There are individual players that play very consistently. There are individual games where the entire line is playing well together, but we have yet to put a string together, in my opinion, of the offensive line just being dominant. And when you get down into the playoffs, you all know this uh, as well as anyone. I mean, it is going to come down to line of scrimmage and people don't like to talk about that when you have games like, you know, uh, 41 to 38 Texas A&M and, and Alabama. But if you go back and look, I mean, these games are still one at the line of scrimmage, and if explosive you run plays, absolutely, you have to be explosive. You can't just depend on, you know, uh, a defense that will show up. We know. We just talked about it. We are who they who we who they they are who we think they are. Uh, but you can't depend on that to bail you out. You're not always going to get three turnovers and 21 points in two two and a half minutes. Um, and so that offensive line, when I look at it, I still I have more questions than I had going into Florida. So those are two areas for me um, that I would start hmm. with. I think those are fair. Those are two areas that if you look at it, the inside, the interior, on the bookends held up, okay. Van Pran had a couple of holding calls mm-hmm. uh, and one that should have been called. He got beat a couple times without a position. They'll get better. They'll coach up. Uh, and thankfully, we got some time to do it. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, we're going to come back, talk some more shop. Maybe we'll get into maybe some more Dan Mullen speak. But before we do, Dan, I, our listeners are the best in the entire world. I was on Twitter as we were going. And uh, Daniel Jones, the, the best review we've ever had in our mm, entire Daniel lives. Daniel Jones, say more thanks. Say more thanks. He, he's back on Twitter and he made – go look on Twitter. He made a mock-up of The Lion King um, where uh, – it says, "Oh look, sire, the herd is on the move," and then below it is a is a herd of dolphins on the move. <laughs> Daniel Jones, shout out to Daniel Jones. On is the it pod. a herd or a pod? It's a pod. It's a pod. Okay. It's a pod but but okay. I don't know that. I know. I know. <laughs> Just, I got it. Listen, it, 
It's not even Joel, who I have dubbed the official graphic designer of the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast, but there's just there's a lot of great there's a lot of great listeners on the show. Daniel Jones trying to get himself an invite to be a guest on this show. That's what that's what the world that's what we're getting we're getting close. Uh, all right, we we'll be back. We're gonna talk some Missouri. We're gonna look ahead on the schedule and see what um, see what awaits Georgia this weekend and beyond. But first, want to let you know about Bet Online. Bet Online is your online sportsbook expert. They are the place to go to place every wager on college football, on the Braves to win Game Six of the World Series, on uh, the NBA, on the NFL. Um, college basketball season coming up, John. I know you're excited about that. I can't wait to get you on the pod to talk right. about uh, college basketball. Uh, all of that is can be done at BetOnline.ag. It's the place that Clint and I go. It's your online sportsbook experts. You go there right now. You enter the promo code Locked On, and you're going to get a 50% bonus on your initial deposit. That's 50% free money with which to wager. If you go to BetOnline.ag and enter the promo code Locked On. At Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, John. Um, putting the cocktail party in the rear view for a moment. Let's look ahead to Missouri. The schedule as it, you know, there's a lot of people saying Florida, quote unquote, last significant test for Georgia before the SEC championship game. Um, first of all, I'll just I'll, I'll just throw that. T- is that sentence true? I mean, it's the SEC, right? I oh, think that uh-huh. sentence is true. But I would watch out for Tennessee. I would I I wouldn't sleep on Tennessee as we stand today. Now, do I think Tennessee is going to beat Georgia? Heck no. But uh, if you're thinking about test uh, potential test. I that's a game that you know as Tennessee uh, rolls on, they're starting to <laughs> they'll do this thing good this week. They'll do this thing good that week. They haven't put yep. both of those together, uh, offense and defensive performances together in a game um, just yet. And I hope they don't against us. But I, I don't know. It's everybody has good players, right? Uh, this is this is Kirby coach speak, but. When you're in this league, um, it really depends on your mindset and how you show up. I don't. I wouldn't put Tennessee um, That's, in a closet and say Georgia has no more tests down the line. I. That's. It's kind of you to try to nurture our feelings that way, John. But <laughs> the answer to the question is: there's there is no test for Georgia left on the schedule. Um, which it's just we just accept it. Just move on. The, the, how many, so how many, how many points do you think? How many think, points you think Tennessee is going to put up on us? I do think Tennessee has the the opportunity to score the most points that anybody scored against Georgia this season, because okay. Tennessee will run the most plays against Georgia that anybody yep. will run this season. I would bet my house on that. Tennessee runs more offensive plays against Georgia than any other team has run this season. So Eighty nine, ninety two. Would you define that yeah. as a test? Yeah, I mean, I would define it as a new challenge. There you go. But, I mean, yeah, but not one that's going to require a a tremendous amount of strain. The answer to the question, though, it was a trick question. The answer was no. Florida was not the last significant test that Georgia would face. 
because Florida was not a significant test. Florida's a trash program. They were the fifth best team that we played all season. So, no, yes. we're not. They Say were not the last significant test. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> let's talk about this Missouri team. John, I've been doing a little bit of watching college football. It's a thing that I enjoy doing. I've been doing a little bit of research for my um, my evening job here as the host of a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um Come to the come to an, an interesting conclusion, and that is Missouri is quite bad at football. Agree or disagree? It, Missouri is quite bad on one side of the football for sure. Ooh, and that is a defense. Interesting. Side of football. Missouri is dead last in the SEC <clears throat> in total defense. And, and, and you pick your category. Like we're talking defensive efficiency. We're talking yards for. You pick the category. They are defense is terrible. Can um, I ask a follow-up question? Yes. Did we kick Vanderbilt out already, or does Vanderbilt still play in the SEC? So Vanderbilt still plays in the SEC. Now, and you're here, telling me last? Hear, hear me out. Vanderbilt is giving up 462 yards per game on the That's, high. That's a lot. That's a lot. Missouri? 475 yards per game. Missouri's given up not only that. So that's yards per game, right? So you may, you know, you have a game and maybe like somebody put up 700 yards on you. And Missouri is giving up 6.68 yards per play. And that is worse than Vanderbilt. Missouri is giving up more yards per play than Vanderbilt on defense. So Missouri on defense is not a good football team at all. Um, so this is, and this is not against, can I just put a little context on, on these, on these numbers that we're throwing out? Like, okay. Missouri gave up 35 points to Texas Mm A&M. They gave up 62 points to Tennessee. Sure. Mm -hmm. Tennessee we've said could be an explosive, can be an explosive offense. Hendon Hooker was playing in that game. Not Joe Milton, the statue, and so that's what. But then Missouri gave up 41 points to Boston College. Not great. Not great. Oh, no, Clint. It gets way worse than that. Missouri gave up 28 points to Vanderbilt last week. Missouri gave up 35 points to North Texas. Oh, no. Missouri gave up 28 points to Southeast Missouri. And Missouri gave up 24 points to Central Michigan, y'all. Like, 50-burger is definitely in play Absolutely. this week for Georgia. Yeah, yeah when, you, when you look at that line, 37 and a half, it's dropped down from 39. Like, you talk about now, – now, John, question everybody's asking. You said one side of the ball, they're terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's their offense like? So their, their offense is – not bad, guys. Now, you just rattled off the, some teams that they have played, right? So they yeah, – Not good teams. They have not played good teams. Anytime have, you have to put two directions into a name of your school that only has one state and there's not there's not North Dakota, South Dakota, North yeah. Carolina, South, that's bad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so the, so the best defense, obviously, they played was Kentucky. They scored 28 on Kentucky. They had about 400 yards of offense versus Kentucky. Um so not 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 bad, but you know, but I will say um, this 
This guy Tyler Batty, Tyler Beatty. I don't know how you say his last name. I'm gonna call I think him. It's, <laughs> you think it's what? Well, I'm just gonna let you call him whatever you want to call him. I think it's I think it's Beatty though. I think it's Beatty, but I want to call him Batty because he's averaging sure. 124 yards per game running the football. And um, this is the guy that they hope is healthy so that he can start. This absolutely, is absolutely yes. yes. So, but when you look, when you look at what's what's happened with Missouri, if you look at if you look at their stat line, the reason that they are they are in a terrible situation with their win loss record and um, have not played well at all is because defenses have been able to make them one dimensional. So if you go down and look, you have games where they rush for 88 and 74 yards and threw the ball for 303 and 322 yards. And they lost both of those games. If you go and look at, you know, they have a, where they're balanced, where, you know, against they're balanced against North <laughs> Texas and Vanderbilt, <laughs> they have won those games, but every other game, their losses, um, Every one of their losses, they have become one-dimensional. And what's happened is that the, t- the team that they have played has stopped the run. So Georgia can stop the run um, in a in a in a big way. I know you know. I know Daniel uh, Daniel was ready for Florida to run all over Georgia, but believe it or not, they actually can stop the run. No one said that. No, no <laughs> one on the pod said that. Half the pod did not say that. Correct. Um. But yeah, so so Missouri, you know, I think that Missouri has shown some flashes on offense. They've scored, they've scored a lot of points, right? I mean, they've yeah. they are putting up points on the board. Um, but the way that they lose is they are not going to outscore you because you because every team that they've lost against has made them one dimensional, and that seems like when I look at that, it seems like a pretty easy thing to do, um, knowing that it's happened four or five times against some teams that are not great. So Missouri, to your point, John, has not been held under 14 points this season. Texas A&M held them 14. Obviously, 13 seems to be that magic number. Um, so you think you think Georgia – I mean, Georgia is a better defense than Texas A&M, but Texas A&M, fairly, fairly stout defense, mm-hmm. at least athletic defense, we will say. Uh, George is holding Missouri under 13 points, though. Oh, 100%. I, I, for me, this really feels like, and I'll stick my neck out there with, with go ahead and make the, the Tuesday. Come on, pick, with it. not knowing lots about anything before we get to Saturday. Uh, but I think this is a, as a 49, 52 to 10 type game. Ooh. I think it is an absolute, mm. um, drubbing of Missouri. And I think the 10 points, you know, are, are going to come um, probably in the second half, you know, later in the game. Like I just, I just don't see Missouri being able to score on Georgia because Georgia will not only make you, it's, it's different when you play teams like Texas A&M where Missouri, a very good defense, Missouri threw the ball for 230 yards, ran the ball for 98 yards, 328 yards of offense. It's different when you play that kind of defense and a, and a defense that makes you, uh, zero dimensional. <laughs> there's a there's like there, there there are defenses that make you one dimensional, and there and there's That's the Georgia right. defense that makes you zero dimensional. And um, I just don't see Missouri uh, being able to to string enough plays together um, to score more than ten 
uh, in my opinion. We got to start asking the question, which, by the way, 49 to 10, blowout city. Be careful. That only covers the spread by a half a point right yeah, now. Yeah, like, so you got to yeah, be gotta tread lightly, Georgia fans. <laughs> Just tread, tread lightly. Um, the question we should start asking every week is, can this offense, the Missouri offense, the offense we're playing against, outscore the Georgia defense? That's the question that's on, like, because Florida could not. They did not outscore the Georgia defense. Arkansas got blown out by the Georgia defense and special teams. Uh, can the offense that we're playing against accumulate more points than the defense and special teams of Georgia? Somebody, somebody give me action on that. Somebody in the comments give me action on that. I want to know some juice. I want to know what the numbers are because yeah, look, we take it. This, yeah, that's yeah. prize picks. That's a prop bet for you. If you want – you want you said any prop bet i could think of Let's i can think what. of that we here okay um uh john thanks for coming on john tell the people uh what um where they can find you where they can find more of your stuff um in case they don't know already yeah you can uh find me on twitter at john tweet sports with no h um and you can find me at dogdispatch.com um where we'll have a content uh today recapping florida and we'll have content on thursday looking ahead to missouri so mm. hop on lock in fantastic dogdispatch.com get over there give my man a follow and uh john always a pleasure i um we'll see you on the other side of this braves game we'll see how it Ooh, goes world we all champions Hopefully Great. we all make it out alive. Let's uh we let's need do to, this together. I can't, I can't stay up late another night. <laughs> I can't go to game seven, guys. I won't I won't make it. All right. All right. Uh, thanks for being on. Uh, Clint and I will be back tomorrow. We got more coming up this week. Some more guests coming on. So stay tuned for all that. We'll see you guys then. See you.